Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the M&I podcast. I am the M. The M is me. M for Marina. Guys, I'm going to be so honest with you. Today is only Wednesday. And if you've been keeping up, I released the episodes on Saturday. But I already feel my voice getting progressively worse. (laughs) And I just did not want to take a risk of it, you know, interfering with my episode schedule. So I'm actually taking a minute today and just recording it. I know tomorrow and Friday is going to be crazy busy for me at my job. So I am a teacher and one, tomorrow is the 100th day of school at my campus and it is also our field trip. So since we're actually going to a field trip tomorrow, we will not celebrate the 100th day until Friday. So just to kind of paint you guys an idea of how much I'm going to be using my voice at work and just draining myself. Usually when I say I'm busy, what I mean is I'm going to be talking. (laughs) And you know, I'm a very talkative person. So I'm not the kind of just give directions and let my kids run with it. I'm with them the whole time. And it's just going to be a crazy next couple of days. And tomorrow after school, my school is having this event at the Children's Museum, which is downtown here in Houston. And I, (laughs) I guess you could say I overbooked myself. (laughs) I forgot that we had our field trip as a grade level in the morning. And I offered to volunteer in the evening time for the school trip to the museum. So I know a lot of people like that have been teaching for way longer than I have probably will hear me or, you know, other people say of how overbooked they are or, you know, just how much they have going on at work and say, you know, don't do that. Like you're going to get burnt out, burnt this. And I understand why some people see it that way. And I don't know where my mentality is going to be, but as of right now, at 27 years old, I am not in a committed relationship with anyone. I do not have any kids. I do not really have responsibilities outside of my job, except for this podcast now. And that's because I've decided to make it a priority for me. But besides that, my job is my everything. And the Capricorn in me always wants to do well at my job. I love being prepared. It That brings me happiness. So if I had the option to do something else, like sleep in or, I don't know, just go out with people I haven't seen in a while, I'm just at a point in my life where I prioritize my job and I'm more than okay with that. I know some people see it or hear about it and, you know, they might think, oh, that's because you're young, you're going to change your mind when you grow up. Okay, so I'll change my mind. (laughs) I mean, that's always my point of view when somebody says something about, you know, something other people think or do. But what I think is, yeah, I'll change my mind and I'll cross that bridge when I get there. And that actually leads me into today's topic. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about life changes, not necessarily my life changes, although I do want to take a quick minute to update you guys just on a few personal things. But more so of how we handle 
changes that come to our lives because we all know and I'm sure we've all heard that change for everybody is very uncomfortable and nine times out of ten it's not your go-to and I know we've heard people say oh yeah like I thrive on change I do so well I hate routine but at the end of the day even when we're little I see it in my students I remember myself you thrive on routines successful people have routines so before we get into that episode just a quick update on me and what's going on with my life so I have actually started seeing this guy we've been dating a little over a month now and um, earlier this week I had a conversation with him about a few things from my past where I'm not too proud to talk about those events anymore just because some people often hear about what other people have gone through or done and they kind of judge a book by its cover, if you will, or, you know, the chapters it has inside. <laughs> but I have just seen how much I've changed since those experiences and how my mindset has shifted that for me, I'm not ashamed, nor do I want to erase those events that happened to me from my life. So I felt like, okay, whether we see each other for another week, another month, or another year, I want you to know this, and I think I'm ready to tell you this, right? I realized that Sunday morning, <laughs> and the anxiety in me was not going to wait until the weekend, which is when we normally go on dates to tell him. So I asked him if he wanted to grab a coffee Monday night, and we ended up, you know, hanging out, and I told him, and even though it was nerve-wracking, I remember planning it. I asked a few of my friends, like, oh, my God, what word should I emit? What should I say? You know, give me tips. But overall, in that moment, almost everything everybody told me went out the window, and I just went with the flow. And when I told him about the things I had to tell him, he took it so well. He was very mature about everything. He asked what for me were all the right questions. He responded in ways that I was going to add to the conversation before I had the opportunity to. And we were just so in sync with our conversation that I felt like it was just a very productive conversation. And overall, even though it was, you know, something good, hopefully that will come out of that will be we continue to get to know each other and possibly see where it goes at the end of the day. I think I'm just proud of me because I had the courage and the maturity to actually say, okay, it hasn't been that long and we might not have had the talk yet, but I know where I'm at. I know where my feelings are and I think it's time for me to come out with this. So I was very proud of myself because I reflect on how I was before, even a year ago, with other people that I even went on dates for for a longer period of time, and I didn't think about that. And that was probably because I just wasn't mentally and emotionally ready to speak about things. So when situations like that happen, for me, it's a moment to self-reflect and think, wow, old Marina would have never. <laughs> so... I just wanted to tell you guys that quick little story because I really felt like it marked a really good start to my 27th year of life. No matter what it does, 
for the me and the person I'm seeing or doesn't do for me personally and just internally. It gave me a little confidence in how I see myself and how I approach situations and difficult conversations now. So that was just a little update on something that happened during the week that just kind of impacted my mental state for the positive, thankfully. So that being said, let's jump right into today's episode. So for me, a change is something that alters your life, whether that be for the negative or for the positive, right? So I think you guys have heard me speak in previous episodes about a situation that's going on with my family, but I haven't really dug too deep on it just because it's not really something that brings me much joy to discuss. And although I don't want to go too into this, I will say that early November last year, my grandma on my mom's side moved in to the apartment where I was already living with my mom because she has terminal cancer, essentially. And it's been really hard and a huge adjustment and change period in our lives, both of ours, because even though we lived together, we were both very independent. My mom did her thing. She has her own job, still works. I work clearly, but we were just very independent people. And, you know, like I said, it is terminal cancer. So my grandma is very sick. She needs a lot of assistance day and night. So it's really just came to alter our lives in such a way that I don't even think we have a home routine anymore. Not that we ever did, right? I'm an adult. I don't have any younger siblings. It wasn't like, okay, every day at 5 p.m. we're going to have a dinner or anything like that. But now we'll be sitting down having a cup of coffee or watching a TV show when my grandma is calling for my mom or something happens and my mom is planning for a doctor's visit or something that she needs to take care of for her, which has been great in the sense that I've been able to see different sides of my mom that I've never seen before. I'm an only child, so I didn't really notice how much she cares for somebody who needs her. My mom is a very giving person, so she's always caring for everyone around her, even if they don't actually need her. She wants to feel needed, right? But my grandma right now actually needs her. So for me to see that, it was kind of like I'm seeing my mom care for my younger sibling, you know, that I didn't get to see when I was younger. And so seeing different sides of my mom has, you know, just made me grow and my relationship with her and my respect for her as if that was even possible (laughs) because I love this one so much. My mom and I are very close, but at the end of the day, it's altered my life so much. And of course, naturally it's made me reflect on, okay, yes, my life has changed, but how has it changed? What do I want to continue? And what do I want to change back? Because oftentimes as adults and just humans in general, we don't like change. Okay. I see it with my kids. 
I see it with anything and anybody I've ever dealt with. Okay, with my students, when we are going to have some schedule change for whatever reason, typically I know about it beforehand. Even if it's something as minor as a fire drill, I make sure I tell my kids before the day even starts. So we have a morning meeting. I fill them in on just basic things like where they go to specials for that day and if there's going to be any changes. And the reason I do that is because I want to establish trust with them and I want them to know I am taking care of them, right? So I've came to the conclusion that we do not like change because of what it brings, not necessarily the change per se, but what it brings, right? For example, if I were to get offered a position somewhere else or anything like that at a different job, part of me would, you know, think about pros and cons. And let's say a big pro to that is a salary increase, right? I'm not going to lie. I'd probably take it. (laughs) Okay. I'm a teacher. So any little crumbs that I could get, they'd give me that little push, right? But ultimately, after that would be said and done, I would be scared. I would be, you know, ick about the job because I would miss my comfort that came from my current job, despite the pay. When overall, something great is happening. Something great is coming out of this change. But what I fear is not building that same trust and that same connection that I had at my previous job. And so the biggest thing that I want to talk about today is shifting your mindset to focus on the good part of the change instead of the bad part of what we're feeling because of what that change brought within us. So let's take, for example, fear. So many times we fear things that we don't know, and that's completely normal. And I know certain feelings are just inevitable. You're going to feel them. But how do you get over them is the actual question. For me, I see fear as something negative in me that tries to control my actions. I look back to the times where I've been fearful of something and I have instantly regretted not getting over that once I've been out of the situation. So... (laughs) A little over a year and a half ago, my friend and I were at this water park and they had a zip line thing, right? And, you know, she, this girl has even gone skydiving, okay? So I am terrified of heights. So we get up there and honestly, I cannot remember how tall it was, but I remember (laughs) thinking, oh my God, it's not even that tall. At least when I heard it, right? Like it was definitely not one of those, like if you have, you know, (laughs) heart problems don't get on or something like nothing it was not that bad which definitely does not make me come off good but anyway we ended up paying because it was like extra on top of the water park admission so we paid extra she went and she would see my face as we were going up the stairs and she told me don't back out okay don't back out like you gotta do it you gotta do it and I'm like yes girl yes (laughs) so she goes And then she's on the other side and I'm like, whoa, (laughs) it's my turn. So anyway, I don't want to make this story super long. So long story made short, I ended up backing out. 
literally climbed all the way downstairs. <laughs> and, you know, my friend was like, why didn't you do it? Blah, 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 blah. And this was, again, a year and a half ago, right? Didn't end up doing it. Fast forward to six months later, I even went parasailing. So parasailing was much, much higher and much, much scarier. At least that's what I think. And to this day, I regret not going on that zip line. And that's because I hated the fear that it caused in me because it was that fear that controlled my life. So here's what I've learned about fear and how to learn to not let it control you. I've learned that fear oftentimes comes from what others are going to think or what's going to end up happening if you take that step. So the way I see it is we are this tiny, 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 tiny human. And even though we might be this big part of even someone's life, ultimately what we do, nobody cares. <laughs> the choices we make and the events that happen to us are exactly that. They happen to us. So for me, self-talk and telling myself and reminding myself that the only person this fear is affecting or might affect is me. I'm the only one that's bringing self-doubt to me that I can't do it because like that example I mentioned of my friend and I, if she really thought that was a dangerous situation, one, she would not have gone and two, she would not have encouraged me to go with her and even pay, right? And for me, it was just this very scary thing that I just could not see past. But for her, it was just a fun activity to do and something that was there. And we had to take advantage of that opportunity. So the fear really is in your head. And once you understand that you control your mind, it's in you for a reason. And at the end of the day, there are so many things you cannot control. But your mind, your mindset, what controls that fear is one thing you can control. And I think the more I understand that, the more I come to terms with, you know what? I'm not going to be fearful. I'm going to tell myself, this is easy. I can do this. This is so short. This is so low. And even if it's that fake it till you make it mindset, you ultimately control your thoughts and that fear that causes us not to enjoy the positive things that actually do come from change. Which leads me to my second point, which is to just embrace it. So many times we focus on the negative parts of every situation and every little thing that could go wrong that we don't focus on the positive, no matter how minor it is. So going back to the situation my family and I were going through right now, it's been a little touch and go with everything that's happened with my grandma and all the adjustments we've had to make around the apartment and just our daily lives. I have just really noticed a shift in my mom and her actions and the mom I knew has just changed and everything for the better. I have truly grown to admire my mom so much because this isn't my place to put everybody's business out there, but her relationship with her mom might have not been the best, but my mom has stepped up to play the role of a daughter who has, let's say, lived with her mom from the minute she was born to age 80. <laughs> 
And like, I obviously know that there's a lot of love in my mom for everybody in her life, but to see her actually committing to taking care of somebody this way that isn't me has just been honestly something to embrace. I look back and I even tell her like, mom, slow down, mom, relax, mom, like trust the process, yada, yada, yada. But I look back when I allow myself to embrace the change and just realize of all the little things I'm missing because I'm so focused on the fear of what's going to happen with my grandma, what's going to happen um, with the relationship I have with my mom, or what am I going to walk into when I get home today, et cetera, et cetera. I'm focused on what I could walk into that wouldn't make me so happy instead of seeing my mom be this nurturing and caring person that she is with my grandma. So it's just one example. And I think that's a major change that's going on in my life right now that I'm drawing from. But I've really noticed that in so many situations, it's happened to me, people I know, and others that so many times that fear and the negative emotions that change brings overpowers us so much that we diminish the good things that we should be embracing. So I really wanted to just come on here and remind you guys that change is good. Change is not supposed to be scary, but it also can be, okay? Because I know I've been in a situation where I hear someone say, oh my God, like, it's okay, believe in yourself. You know, change is fun and this and that. And I'm over here kind of like, okay, I'm gonna punch you across the face because I'm struggling right now. <laughs> like, I get it. I understand why it can be challenging and why we might not always prefer change, why we might not crave change. We might not seek change, but ultimately it is what molds us into becoming a better person, right? Because if I reflect on these things that I can be embracing in the middle of this huge change that's happening in my family, I am learning how to be a more thankful person. I'm learning how to appreciate people and what they do for me, despite what I have or have not done for them. And so, the minute you take a second to reflect and actually embrace the change rather than fear your emotions is just that moment when a switch goes off and something in you starts to click and starts to work. Now, I don't think I could ever be to a point where <laughs> I'm craving change and <gasps> I want this, I want that, you know, but I hope that one day I can remember that the positive things that are coming out of this experience are only going to happen once. Because even if I get 10 new jobs in the next 10 years, each job is going to bring its own new advantages and disadvantages that I'm not going to enjoy the same way that I once did. So just embrace it. If I can leave you with one thing is learn to embrace what you actually are living rather than focus on what you're feeling because of a change. So that's really all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. I will see all of you next week. Um, I'm thinking of a couple of episodes and it's really 
hard to decide once I get my juices flowing on what I actually want to talk about just because there's so many ideas that I have that I do want to share with you guys. Just want to pick the best times in my life to talk about them with you. But as always, if you have a moment, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It takes a quick second and it really means the world to me. It really helps me out. All of the socials will be tagged below and you can just go ahead and click those links and I will see you guys next week.